everybody and welcome to today's episode of Good Stuff Happens. Usually on this podcast I interview a guest myself, live and in person, but today, after a long hiatus, I dig into an interview performed almost 25 years ago, recorded when I was just six years old. Okay, you tell your side of it first. <laughs> that laughing choir of voices you heard is composed of none other than my mom, Barb, and her two siblings, Jimmy and Pat. And who might you ask are their subjects? Well, that would be their mom and dad or my grandmother and grandfather, Shirley and Bill, Baba and Papa, as I called them. This is the story of how they met and fell in love. we met was that we were both invited to someone's home, uh, the Bernstein's home. And there were two couples there. And one was uh, a woman named, um, she was green, I mean, her last name was Green. <laughs> Doris Green. She, she, Doris Green. She hadn't turned green. And I was with a, a young man who's Yasolovsky. Norman Norman. Norman Norman Yasolovsky. And we played cards that evening. Well, who are you there with? She was there with Norman Norman. I was, I was there yeah. with Doris Green, Doris but we really Green. met at a at a football game. Then we went to play. Backtrack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so we played cards and uh, for, no, for a little yeah. bit of money. And I was chagrined when I lost and my husband to be took the money I lost money and he took it I couldn't believe he would take my money uh, however uh, I guess a, a week or maybe two weeks went by and then Bill uh, called me I know if I go out with him Wanted well, to take your money again. Mistake. <laughs> <laughs> how serious? And how serious were you with Yakalakabakabak? No, not, not. Is he the one that wrote those letters and said you were as cold no, as the nice? Oh, okay. No, he was not. That was somebody else. <laughs> that was somebody else. And um, so we went out and we started dating. He always wore pants that were halfway up his leg. <laughs> and my mother always said, Doesn't he have any long pants? <laughs> I hate pants. I always have and always will. These pants that, that got around my ankles. I didn't like them slopping. <laughs> she could not understand my being interested in a person who wore short pants. <laughs> However, we did start dating, and we had a, a he had a car, kind of, of um, vintage, and 
It was, we called Early vintage. Early vintage. And we, what did we call it? Belinda. Belinda. <laughs> and Belinda was very sweet to us. I mean, we really run around and kiss a little bit and, you know, that kind of stuff. And um, then uh, a friend of mine, Jeannie Goldswig, and I decided to um, go on a little trip. And we went to this trip in um, the mountains and so forth. And um, I found down there that I was getting homesick and maybe he'd find somebody else. And I, I was all upset. And Jeannie said, don't worry, don't worry. You'll, he'll, he'll still want you to want you. So uh, we finally did get back and we, oh, wait, I forgot. He wrote the best letters. <laughs> she saved them. I mean, I mean, really wonderful love letters. Not known to man it from, from here on in. He really was good. He was talented. <laughs> <laughs> And we really had some good times. Yeah, and we a good really party there at a, at a uh, we had a Halloween a, party there. Yeah, and when we put up a what we called a Halloweener. <laughs> <laughs> I took I took hot dogs and hollowed them out. Just, just oh no! You guys used to have the best parties. We, we, we had the best parties. Yeah, a lot of imagination in those yes. days. We did the best parties. We just had the most a lot of fun. We really did. My grandparents continue reminiscing about their courtship, a love story that unfolded in the wake of Victory Day. They had both been deeply affected by wars during their lives. Baba's mother, my great-grandmother, fled the Russian Revolution years prior, losing most of her family in the violence, and Papa served overseas in New Guinea and the Philippines in World War II. Here they are continuing their story, discussing the night of their proposal. Finally, oh, I'll tell you how he asked me. We were at his mother's house, and uh, I was, I had, uh, we were there for dinner, I think. And uh, it was around Christmas. It was, Chris, it was Christmas time. And he had, they had decorated the Christmas tree. And uh, a nice Jewish family. I thought it was a little weird, but it, it, they did that. And uh, we were sitting around, and they were, you know, passing gifts out. And I was sitting at, oh, you can't see it, but at one side of the room, and Bill was sitting at the other side of the room. And he said, it was a little box, and he said, here. And he, he threw it across the room to me. Things haven't changed that much. <laughs> threw it across the room. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, oh, my God, it kind of looks like a ring or something. And I was so embarrassed. He's, he, when I opened it up, it was earrings. Somewhere there. It was a pair of earrings. It was not a wedding ring. <laughs> However, the wedding ring followed the engagement ring. You was know, it that night? Yeah. yeah. It was that oh, night. Oh, same night. Okay. Okay. So we became engaged. And my mother was delighted. <laughs> <laughs> Liar, liar, this is for the truth. <laughs> she was thrilled to death. And, uh, however, that did not discourage me. 
I could see there were things ahead for me with him. <laughs> did did you guys break up along the way at all, ever? Or once you started dating, did it go straight through? Was there, yeah. were, there any, were there any breakups or... When he caught me, he caught me. Well, what did you two see? And when she grabbed me, she grabbed me, she wouldn't <laughs> let go. Claws went deep. Well, what, what did you two see in each other? What, what characteristics? Well, uh, you know, he was always sarcastic. And uh, I used to get a kick out of that. I'm <laughs> not anymore. Because <laughs> we used to give it back to each other, you know. We just seemed to melt together pretty good. However, he did let me know that uh, we didn't have too much money to start on. And that was what another thing my mother thought about. Uh, Couldn't you have married a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> And that's the story of how my grandparents met and fell in love. Of course, I wouldn't meet them until almost 45 years later. Visiting them in Dayton, Ohio as a kid would become an annual sojourn into my mom's family, rich with laughter and goodness. I have strong memories of Baba showering me with Vienna fingers, these sugary, cream-filled cookie sandwiches as soon as I walked in the door, and Papa giving me the kindest, hi Josh, that seemed to hold so much love in it. Memories are funny that way, I think, how we remember this or that. They seem to have no logic, but they're also fickle. So, when Baba was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in the 90s, her memories began to fade. Recognizing her own family became an albatross. The Vienna fingers disappeared. And by the time I had my bar mitzvah in 2003, she was not well enough to attend. But my grandfather was there and decided to give a speech in her honor. A speech I never could have appreciated at the time about the woman he wrote love letters to in the wake of World War II. Josh, my thoughts to you are not necessarily chronologically correct. And do ramble. Josh, when we talk to you about the love of my life, your grandmother, when in grade school, high school, she was a champion ping pong player, a wizard ciphering, plus an all-honor student at all times. Unfortunately, you will never have the opportunity to know and love her as your mother, dad, and sister. Baba, in her younger years, was a dynamic individual always available, ready, willing, and able to do whatever was necessary to assist her family and friends in any undertaking. Your father survived, survived traumas that most of us fortunately never had to face. The loss of her first child after a full nine months term, later while pregnant, and Pat, she was diagnosed as having polio and in the hospital. Yes, she had other problems, just like all of us complaining, but complaining was never part of her daily conversation. From that point, her health situation improved quite well. My most favorite time was taking your mother, Aunt Pat, and Uncle Gigi on a three-week trip to the western, through the western part of the United States. 
there's just too many of the state parts, so many of the things that I can't even remember. However, if your uncle Gigi would get on the ball and have the film we shot, ball trips, you'd enjoy the thrills of life. <laughs> Grandma's dissension into memory problems, long with eye and hearing, and in the very late 80s. By the time we celebrated our 50th anniversary, she was having great difficulty recognizing all kind friends. We always hosted a New Year's Eve party every year for at least the last 10 years. Well, not anymore. Baba did herself each time. She was known by all as queen of the crumb top apple pie bakers. How she enjoyed and looked forward to this yearly event. And it was a pleasure to see. She loved life and her family, friends. Please, Joss, at this happy but solemn time in your life, always remember Baba. Treasure the time you spent her. Baba passed away five months after that speech and Papa eight years after that at the age of 91. It's sad not getting to know them better, to be able to have adult conversations with them. Of course, I'm grateful to have access to their voices, their laughter and stories. It's a real gift of modern technology. But the truth is, I would give anything for another Vienna finger, or the chance to hear Papa say hi, Josh, one more time. But it's impossible. The kind of thing we say to express longing for time with those we've lost. Or, that's what I thought. This podcast is called Good Stuff Happens, isn't it? Because as I was listening through these old recordings, it turns out I actually would get my wish after all. Part of it, at least. So, I'll play this small miracle for you now. It happened suddenly, so listen closely. We ended up at a place called Nadzab. And that was a, that was a bad place. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't have to do anything. Did What, what was bad? Hi, Josh. What was bad? I mean, it's just a, just a, uh, a place that was, you know, just no, nothing to do with. That was me, at six years old, and Papa, saying hi to me one more time. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Good Stuff Happens After a Long Hiatus. I've been your host, Josh Bressler. A big thank you to my mom and her siblings for their wisdom in capturing these recordings of their parents. Thank you to Connor Garrison for our intro and outro music and to Blue Dot Sessions for additional music. I appreciate you all listening so much, and just a reminder that we can all look up and see the same moon, and that's amazing. Baby, would I? Or Freddie uh, said, Was I a good baby or a cranky baby? Uh, be honest. Well, we had some problems <laughs> with you. <laughs>